Welcome everyone to this episode of Palmetto Guardian. Today we talk about change. Welcome everyone, I'm Sergeant Chelsea Baker. And I'm Specialist David Erskine. And have you noticed that there's like a lot of changes going on lately? It's yes. like one thing after another. It has been like that, hasn't it? Yeah, new PG tests. Uh, I thought we were talking new about uniforms. fall. I mean, well, fall, yeah, the weather, yeah. everything. But yeah, no, I guess PT, uniforms, all that's been changed too. What else has been changed? Um, then this new system called IPSE, which been I think new. a lot of people, well, I think full-time staff. Is this the right button? No, because it's not on. Oh, oh, technical <laughs> failures. We had an opportunity. Now the moment's gone. No, that's the wrong button. Which one are you looking yeah, for? Yeah, yeah, that was uh, the one I was looking for. I was going to say yellow, but I didn't know you were looking for it. You know what? I don't have them memorized yet because I haven't well, taken time. I don't have them memorized, but those are like the ones that you have been using. Okay, so you know that one. That yeah, one. so let's try that again. Ipsay is coming out. Yeah. I'm sure that everybody in S1 and all the readiness NCOs are super excited. Yeah. It's going to be a good program, though. Yeah. I, I, I didn't really know what it was because... Honestly, I didn't really listen to the whole podcast that you guys did while I was gone, yeah. so I didn't really know all it entailed. You know, um, change is always scary. Definitely. To a certain extent. You know, you have to come out your comfort zone, and I think it's natural for people to go, oh, no, I don't, but this is the way we've been doing it, and, mm -hmm. you know, why, you know, sure, it's got its quirks, and it's got its issues, but, you know, this is the way we've been doing it, and... I mean, I, I, I understand that. I mean, I'm kind of stuck in my ways about some things. Mm -hmm. Some things. <laughs> uh, I was waiting for you to say something about me. Because <laughs> you always have something to say about me. Oh, well, that's a whole different story. <laughs> there's, there's stuck in your ways and then there's entrenched. And oh, you fall in gosh. the entrenched. That is not true. <sighs> that's a fib, Baker. No, like I mean. That's it. You get a lump of coal. Whatever. I was probably going to get a lump of coal anyways. Yeah. You're very entrenched. No, like, I'm open-minded, but if I have my mind set on something and, like... All right, we, we're not going to record yeah, we're the not rest. Even, we're not going to record the rest of this podcast. We're, we're going to finish for the day. No. See, exactly. <laughs> point proven. Right here, live on air for you folks today. My point has been proven. <laughs> entrenched. No, whatever. Anyways, the system, say, I think it'll be good because it gives soldiers control over their career because I mean you people have heard about iperms you go on iperms and half the crap that you're looking for isn't there and you don't have any hold on what goes into it the process of it and you just have to rely on your readiness NCOs and your S1s and they're only one person like they're having to do this for hundreds of people exactly yeah. and so um, it'll I feel like it'll make it a little easier and for those who are wanting this to be a career they're going to put more effort into it because they need to do certain things to progress and get where they want to be yeah and, and along with you know with that is you create a whole environment of accountability mm -hmm. um, not only at the soldier level uh, the individual soldier level or user level but also uh, to the to the s1 jobs and the readiness ncos and, and commanders and leadership and everybody who has oversight into this thing because it is a uh, as we learn, is a transparent type system where, you know, it's easy to go in there and say, has this been done or hasn't it been done? And yeah. it's a very yes or no type thing. Um, of course, you know, anytime something's new, it's going to have bumps and hiccups and 
It's not going to be perfect right out of the gate. I mean, look at our podcast. It's evolved over... We haven't even whoa, been doing this whoa, a year. Oh, easy there. I felt like it was pretty perfect right out of the gate because I yeah, was on it. Yeah, but it's got more, more perfect. How can I be more perfect? No, I'm not on? you. Just the podcast well, I'm, I'm on the podcast, so by definition, it's... No. What? See, again, another, <laughs> another glimpse of what I deal with on a daily basis. <laughs> no, but yeah, even the podcast has evolved. And, and, and you know, I mean, something as simple as getting the additional equipment to clear up some of the audio, issue, audio issues that we were having at the beginning. Um, I think the format has obviously come into its own a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll probably evolve again. And, and I mean, that's just... I mean, it's definitely going to evolve because we already have plans in place. We just haven't yeah, implemented them. Yeah, just entrenched. And like, no. Entrenched. <gasps> that's terrible, Baker. I need you to, open, you know, you're a young and youthful person. I need you to open your mind up. My mind is open. And go on the roller coaster. I'm working coaster. with you. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to go on the roller coaster ride with me. Um, but no, once again, back back to the Help Save program as, as we, we joke a little bit back here, back and forth here. Um, change will be a concern for most people, but it, you got to give it a shot uh, from, from what I know about it and learned about it, which I'm, I'm not a user of it as of yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll all get an opportunity here before too much longer to go in and play um, in it. But, you know, give it the opportunity. If, if, it, if it does what they say it'll do, um, it should be an excellent, excellent tool for, for everybody. So today we have Chief Warrant Officer 4, Michael Looper, the Human Resources Chief for the South Carolina National Guard, and he's here to talk to us today about IPSE. So welcome, sir. Um, I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah. yeah. Second time around is always a better one. Yeah. <laughs> I got a little bit more than I had last time I came. Okay. Yeah, so we're, we're a little bit deeper into the IPSE pool, as it were, at this point in time. A little bit deeper. A little bit deeper. We have um, successfully had a, uh, a rock drill where we we tested what we thought was supposed to happen, um, and what we thought did happen. Uh, okay. We were able to successfully migrate, you know, eight thousand nine hundred and twenty-two social security numbers. Well, that's a lot. Into the Ips A. Right there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Go ahead. So, so we're. We're we're a few days from actual live live. Yeah, we are we are. Uh, it's only 18th um, at midnight. They will flip the switch, and uh, it it will start firing. Uh, what's called a 10 um, report uh, with actions that go all the way to um, DFAS. So we hope we get it right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess for the, you know, obviously there's different levels of things. You know, it's at your level where you're managing it and you're dealing with that side of it, and then there's, you know, I guess the the people who are utilize it, you know, day to day S one chops and and those folks. Mm-hmm. But for the average M day soldier walking around, where where do, where do we fall in this process or? So, zero five on the 18th at zero five in the morning. Uh, individual users, uh, you could log on technically to IPSA right now, but you wouldn't be able to see your data. But at zero five on the 18th, you will be able to go in there. And I would encourage folks to do that. You know, go out to you could just Google IPSA, and it'll take you out to the domain. Um, you're going to have to have uh, your CAT card at least initially to get in. 
uh, and then you can you can go in and verify your data. And that's what I, I would encourage folks to do. Go in and look and see, because it's data. And sometimes the folks, the programmers, when they're scripting or writing script to draw in the data from one system to the next, um, we've seen some anomalies where you know your rank didn't come over. You know, Ipse under your rank knows what your rank is, but when you look at it, it may have a blank in that under the rank uh, tile. So. Little things like that you don't want to pay attention to. Look at your assignments. Make sure that where you have been, it lists that. Where you are, it ought to know that. Um, what your MOS is, what your branch is. You, you, you want it to know those types of things. Um, but initially, our biggest goal was getting everybody into IPSA. Um, wherever you fell, I'm not really concerned with that because we can go back and fix that. And just transfer you from one unit to the next. It's a little bit of work, and there's a learning curve there. Um, I've been known to click on buttons I'm not supposed to. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, so for the individual, yeah, go in uh, Monday or next week sometime, log in, and just see what you can see. Uh, we'll be setting up after the 18th um, S1 pools that begin. Uh, a battalion and go all the way up to state. And those S1 pools are basically like a notification group, right? If, you're, if you've been trained and, and provisioned in a certain position, if you're a PSDR clerk, an admin CO training, so on and so forth, based on the user's input or action, at user level you may request uh, a unit transfer. Well, you'll be able to do that now. It's, uh, it's nested within the self-service module the, and, and the old terms DA, for, D, DA form 4187, the personnel action request. So you can request that in there. And that would be uh, a notification that would go to your S1 pool and then they would look at it and be like, oh no, no you're not going anywhere. <laughs> yes, <they're right> <laughs> um, but you'll be able to do that. Uh, and you'll be able to see real time. Especially, on, I think it, what's really important for enlisted folks is when you're waiting on that promotion, you're wanting to see where that promotion request is you'll be able to go in and you'll get notified every time someone above you is doing something. So you won't have to wonder who's, you know, where in the world is my promotion? <laughs> Did it get lost in the ether somewhere? Exactly. You'll be able to go out there and see it, which I think is, is that's the transparency we wanted for a long time for everybody to be able to see, well, this one said this, but my training NCO said this, and I'm hearing this from another guy or another girl, and you never get the true story as to really what's going on. Uh, so you'll be able to see now, which I think is important. Now, uh, leading up to this, I guess, for, for M-Day folks, is there anything that they should be doing? Um, I know there's a transition period between the current systems that we're using and then the IPSA, like, should we be running out making copies of everything that's currently already there? Um, is there training we should be looking at doing? I mean, is there any prep work for, for us? So for the individual user now, I mean, all you have to do is literally log in and the self-service modules all you're going to be able to see because that's all you provision that now if you're an admin admin person or an s1 type of person personnel guy or girl uh you're going to have more stuff to look at there are going to be more tiles <laughs> I, I noticed we got real heavy on that more right? I, I will tell you uh, i i logged in this morning and uh, uh unfortunately i've been provisioned for all of it and i was like 
see a bunch of letters and I numbers. I see some. <laughs> yes, you know, it's like when you log on to USAA or any of those apps that's got the, the tiles on it. Yeah. It was like 75 tiles. And I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so good. <laughs> get a little lightheaded and loose. <laughs> Yeah, depending on what you provision for, you'll have more or less tiles. Uh, the the more access or provisioning that uh, we thought you needed, um, you'll have that, and you'll be able to uh, you'll be able to get to work almost immediately. Now, what I've encouraged all of our personnel people to do, uh, including our team here that works at the the state, is really take your time. Uh, Ipsa is one of those systems that you can do really anything you need to do to a person's record uh, by editing it. Um, but with that power comes an enormous amount of risk. And I'm talking to me when I'm saying this. Because <laughs> I know me. Yeah. Because in times past, anything I goofed up, I could just say, hey, Sarnili, or hey, Mr. Birdright, um, listen, you know when y'all said, you kind of stay away from this area right here. You know, I had a wizard in the background and we'd be like, <laughs> no problem, Chief. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's like a date, time stamp, name, <laughs> what I did, what I did. Yeah. Probably even knew, you know, what I was thinking when I did it, which was, I wasn't. Um, so, yeah, uh, you'll be provisioned and you'll be able to get to work immediately. Um, but it is intimidating. The language, I think I may have mentioned that uh, in the last podcast, is just different. When you log in, you know, we're used to seeing rank and name and social and date of birth and address and by and large those stay the same but when you know, like MOS is now like job ID you know assignment history is like job history uh -huh. so you almost have to look at some the element that you're looking at and look at the data and go what is this really what is that really <laughs> you know like your there's no more social security numbers your national ID and it's not your social Huh. Saw that this morning. I, was like, I don't know that number. <laughs> is it your DOD number, or no. it's just some random no. number that they assign no. you? It's, yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you get one a more number? thing we have to memorize. Yeah. That's one more right. number. Well, you don't have to memorize. It's just how it it's like a, it's like a file number for you. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. So you'll log in. When you log in, you'll see all these different numbers, and you're like, I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of sounds like, in a sense, that. It's allowing us to uh, be more involved with our careers in a sense. Like we, I mean, you can go on AKO. Well, I don't know really now because the new AKO kind of confuses me, you so too. I avoid it. <laughs> but I mean, like you could go on iPerms and check to see what's in your record and mm -hmm. that kind of thing. But being able like to see your promotion mm -hmm. and like request to go to other units, I mean, that is a huge thing because. Sometimes people don't know where to go or how to ask the right questions, and really all you have to do is, it sounds like, go on this new system and just request it and see what happens. And you can track it at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things that's going to be uh, probably scary for, if you're an S1 person, is you, when you got <laughs> 8,000 people going, yep, transferring <laughs> units. It's not saying that that's what it's for, but the first, I mean, The yeah, first day it goes live. Everybody's, like, requesting, but I mean, like, for me, because I mean, and you too, like we've gone to, uh, we've changed careers, we've got promoted, and um, being full time, I mean, it's easy for us to walk over and talk to somebody at the armory. It's easy for us to make a phone call, phone call, but for MDA soldiers, they don't know who to ask, where to go, and they rely on the readiness NCOs and stuff. And 
like you were saying, one person might say one thing and one person person might say another and their paperwork might be sitting here, but really it needs to get like, so I mean, I feel like it kind of takes all that stress out of the way and they are, they have a better understanding of what's going on with them as their career and where they want to go and how they want to progress. Like they have a little bit more control over the situation. Oh yeah, well it's, it's as, as close as we can get to real time mm -hmm. what's actually going on. Um, so if you're transferring, if there's a promotion that you know you're supposed to be getting, I'll give it like E1 to E4 is, it's automatic. <laughs> in that if... You hit time gates. If you hit the time gate and, you know, organizationally we haven't restricted your file in such a way, let's say if there were a, a height weight, a PT test, uh, anything that that you had done that would prevent you from being promoted. If we didn't do that, you're getting promoted. Mm -hmm. um, unwinding that is painful because you have to, I say you, the organization would have, we have to contact DFAS and then unwind it back from DFAS back to your record, which uh, if you hear the other states talk about who, who've had that happen, um, it's painful because DFAS is looking at you like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah so it's also a time thing too because you're having to stay on top of the paperwork and inputting flags. Now, can you see flags in the system? Like if you are flagged for something or oh, if something's hindering you, absolutely. it shows in there? Absolutely. Now, uh, one of the things that anytime we talk about any type of military software program mm -hmm. where people start banging their heads against the wall is, is you know, they design these things and they'll be like, <clears throat> yeah, you can use it from home mm -hmm. until you try to use it from home. Right, so I'll tell you that uh, we've got the trainers here on the ground uh, they were here last week, they're going to be here this week. Uh, and one of the first questions I asked, I was in training last week, was, hey, is, have any of you all successfully downloaded that app on the smartphone? Because I've been telling people, like, yeah, you can use it on your smartphone. <laughs> and no, so been, I didn't even know there was an app. <laughs> yeah, there's this cool Ipsa app. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, you're supposed to be doing, whatever you do on your laptop or your desktop, whatever, mm -hmm. you're supposed to be able to do the same thing on your smartphone. I mean, mm -hmm. they, they teach that. I can even do my job from my smartphone. So I was like, incredible. Yet another reason not to go to work. <laughs> so um, th th there's an issue right now. There's a glitch in something called the tag store. And, and what the, I understand is I think it's the, um, the link between when you download the certificate, there's like the security certificate mm -hmm. on your phone, you, you trust it. And then the next thing you do is go to this tag store, which is kind of like a military, uh, what's the, iTunes or whatever kind of thing. Store, Google Play. Right, where you, you download this app from a military source. The link between the, 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 your phone is recognized and trusted certificate, and then you go into that, that store, per se, is the broken link. So I don't have a good answer for when that's coming back up, but uh, as soon as I know, I'll let you guys know. Okay. But you can log on now. We've tried it. Um, on your laptop. On oh, laptop. Or your desktop. You, you can get there today. Okay. Um, you, you won't see, if you logged in today, it's not going to tell you anything. No, it's just it's blank screen. Just blank screen. Okay. Zero five, I'm told, on the 18th. You should be able to log in and see some stuff. Hmm. And that's what we want you to do. We need feedback. That's the only way we're going to get better. And, and it's going to, you know, every user that goes in and asks a question, uh, there's a, a way to do that. If you're if you have a question about the data, you, there's a CRM uh, ticket customer relations module in there where you can say, hey, S1, why is my, the training that I just went to, 
isn't showing in here. I should have, I mean, maybe I'm supposed to be instructor certified or whatever, and that's not showing. Why is that? So there's that conduit where you don't have to pick up the phone or email. There's, you know, when the S1 person, when they log in, there's a little flag at the top right-hand screen, a little notification that says, hey, you've got mail. <laughs> um, so you click on it and it is and, and is the voice going to happen too because I'm going to be disappointed now if the voice isn't there it, it will definitely happen okay. <laughs> just put some of these things on yeah and you'll, you'll be good to you'll go you'll be good to go no, alright absolutely um, because um, and one thing to be, be said about this and this is this is any software and, and for folks out there that are software or gamers or anything else y'all should know that you know dollars go into this research testing whatever else and it doesn't matter until it goes live because users will break mm -hmm. a system faster than anything else because mm -hmm. we we get in there and we poke around and we click and we mm -hmm. don't know yep. so you're going to find bugs it doesn't matter how refined or educated we are going into the process you're right. you're going to find the bug the one bug that was missed you, and you got to have some some expectation that that's going to happen but i'm sure we have like i said they got the the customer service folks, but I'm sure we have things in place as this, this happens, we'll, we'll mitigate it as fast as we can. Oh yeah, so just to, to let you know, that type of, what you just said, uh, I said almost verbatim, on, you know, every day. I promise you I wasn't following you. You weren't. <laughs> a little stalking going on. No, we're good. Okay, so, and I don't have a problem with that. Okay. <laughs> so, there's this uh, audio conference, this, this uh, bridge that's been open 24 hours a day since like the 5th of November. And uh, Fielding Group 6 has five states. We're all going live at the same time. And basically, uh, the Army decided that, you know, the National Guard would, we would try to break it, say, first. And once we broke it and figured it out, then the Army and Army Reserves would come online. So one of the things that... You, you can hear the tone of the programmer because they have the programmers online too and they are in some instances just as confused as the next person because this hasn't been done before. Right. Nobody has done this before. You've got some really smart programming people who understand all the code and the background. But basically, from what I understand, and I'm not a programmer in any stretch. I mean, when, when I buy something new and there's instructions, I usually throw them out and go, I got this. <laughs> and then I find out later, I got so many screws still up here. Don't put anything too heavy on it. Yeah, yeah. Just set it up there and look at it. But so you, you can hear the tone in, in the uh, communications you can from uh, us to them and from other states to them. It's A lot of times we don't know what we don't know until, you know, they're constantly running, uh, you know, these, these updates. Uh, you know, and another layer of um, testing and validation. And every time that they do that, you know, they'll send an error report back to the state and go, hey, it looks like, well, I, I'll give you an example. We've got uh, three soldiers, uh, one who didn't come over into IPSA, one, but if you go look in our database before we, we blacked out uh, the data, they were there. They won't show up in IPSA. So we, we had to manually hire one person in IPSA we did that last week. And then two soldiers we own, but they're showing up in two different states. So we own, Connecticut still is holding one of our people, and North Carolina is still holding one of our people. And that's probably accidental. It's somewhere between. They've released them if the systems haven't updated enough to reflect that. Connecticut has actually dropped them from their roles, and North Carolina has as well. So somewhere in the ether, in those automatic updates, uh, 
that that name is is out there in two different places. So uh, I think once everything is reconciled, those little things like that will will be less and less. But if you think of the the enormity of what we're doing in the National Guard, you know, National Guard's you know two hundred and forty, thirty five, forty thousand people. That's a lot of people to migrate into anything. Yeah. yeah. What I've tried to do along the way is just manage folks' expectations. There are going to be hiccups when you guys log in uh, Monday or some one day next week, and you go, "Man, yeah, that's I, this isn't even my name." <laughs> <laughs> Let somebody know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a corrective process for that. There is. Yeah. Exactly. We need to know if uh, if what you're looking at isn't right. Um, and don't be afraid to click on stuff when you get in there, because at, at the level when you log in as, a, as an individual user, there shouldn't be anything that, they, that you could break. Um, but yeah, click on every screen, understand how to do uh, a personal action request in the system, um, and that'll all make us better, because our, our personnelists need to, to do the, the old process in the new way, in the new database, in the new system, so it'll give them practice. And that's, I think that's a key thing, and you kind of mention it, and, and to kind of stress it again is the logging in for the MBA soldiers uh, as soon as possible. One, not only just to, to check and make sure your information is right, but like I said, to stress the system. Mm -hmm. If you never log in and then six months down the road something mm -hmm. goes wrong and that bug was never brought up before because people haven't been right. working with it, then... Yeah. yeah, you know, we'll, we'll address it six months down the road mm -hmm. where we can knock a lot of this kind of out early and, and reduce the pain in the long term. Oh, yeah. The more we can learn now, and, and one of the things that I've heard the IPSA programmer people talk about is, uh, so in order to meet their timeline, which is March of next year, they want all of the National Guard to be in IPSA. So we got roughly 15 states. So they're, they're taking, and, you know, Fielding Group 6 has five states. Fielding Group 7's got, I think, seven or eight states. So they're continuing to widen their aperture and take on more and more and more and more. And you can tell, you can hear the anxiety and stress in their voices because they're like, oh man, we gotta get the, you know, Fielding Group 6 right. Well, Fielding Group 6 is doing better than Fielding Group 5. Fielding Group 5 did better than Fielding Group 4 because the programmers are starting to understand, as you indicated, once you start loading the system, it's gonna do some wacky things. And they, they can write script or code to correct a lot of it so that we're not having to manually go in and, and mitigate stuff. And a lot of times we may try to do that and it doesn't fix it anyway. So a lot, of, a lot of stuff going on in the background with programming. They've written a lot of scripts since Fielding Group 5, going into Fielding Group 6, that the, the, these enormous amount of errors, you know, we'd have 1,000, 1,400, 2,000 errors in one uh, data element and we would go into any one of our HR systems and try to fix it and it wasn't doing anything. So they found a way to write some code. And basically it was, I'm trying to get Erskine Baker and Looper to fall in the right position. Well, in IPSA, everybody has more, you have a permanent position, you have a temporary position, you have a mobilized position, uh, you've got a training position. So in addition to your permanent assignment, your there are like four other templates, is what they're called, that you, you have to be able to own at any given time so that when your chat status changes, if you're mobilized, you get moved into that mobilization template. If you're going to train, you get put in that training, as an example. So it's kind of quirky. Um, so I mean, we'll talk a little bit about, you know, you know, getting logged in, it's coming, it's going live, mm -hmm. um, you know, potential for bugs and things like that. But 
what kind of the feedback? Obviously, you got people training on it and things like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're always going to have, I guess, reviews all over the place on it because you're going from a system that we've used for ever, mm -hmm. for all intents and purposes. Yeah, 1983. Yeah, to something new. So obviously, there's going to be some some sticking points there. People are just not going to want to change. But mm -hmm. in general, I mean, what kind of feedback have you gotten from the users and stuff on on this so far? So if, if you were to talk to our people that, that are currently in there right now, they're, they're cross-referencing um, what, what's called a, an assignment detail report. And this is a report out of IPSAE that shows where everyone went in IPSAE. And we're comparing that to the last known reference we had in our database. So basically we're colliding those two together and where are their mismatches? And we go, oh, yeah, Erskine and Baker, they were here they sh maybe they, they went into the right UIC, but the paragraph and lines are off a little bit. And then that's when we would push that up to the programmers and go, hey, look, you know, they're in the right unit, but they're, uh, they, you know, one went into one's paragraph and line, one went into the other, as an example. That's the kind of thing that we're seeing. But if you talk to the guys who are used, it's very intuitive in that if you can, and I don't mean to dumb it down, this is for Mike Looper, uh, <laughs> if you can read, it's pretty easy. Uh, you have to. There's a. It's a cheat sheet that gives you the, you know, the old term, new term. There's this, and I like this part. There's this little search, uh, you know, like the little what's it called, like a magnifying glass or whatever mm -hmm. that shows up. So you can click on that and just type the word if you have any idea. Like maybe I'm supposed to do a promotion. Um, I'm supposed to promote Baker and promote Erskine. I type in promotion up there in that little uh, hourglass, not hourglass, but a magnifying glass. And it brings up every uh, transaction that I can do. And I just click on it, and it takes me to the screen I'm supposed to be in to effectively promote you there. I'll pull your name. So, but yeah, I mean, there is that clickology, that mapping that I click here, then I clicked here and there. Um, but the easy button, which I kind of like, <laughs> is that little magnifying. Take you right where you need to go. Take me right where I need to go. So it's intuitive. So the, our users have, they like it. You know, it's this huge system that's real deep and got a lot of filing cabinets in it, a lot of folders in it, a lot of subfolders. <laughs> um, but if you just know that keyword, you can really drill, the system will drill down for you so you don't have to, man, I can't remember. I only, in, in, the, in some instances, we only do certain types of transactions once a month, once every 90 days, maybe once every six months, maybe once a year, you know, especially when it comes to promotion boards and that kind of thing, E5, D6, E7, um, that kind of thing. We don't do them often enough to, to really master the clickology, but you don't have to just click on a little magnifying glass and it'll take you where you need to be. So another thing it does is I think it makes it makes our personnelists, our people who are, you know, we're paid and we train them to take care of soldiers and their family members and their the data and documents that relate to that. So oftentimes you'll hear me talk about that that art from the time you were born in the military to the time that you retire. Um, so it's their job to every time you're your documents change or your data changes, it's our job to make sure that uh, that it actually took place and that there's the allied document that says yes they were trained, yes they got married or they got divorced or they had a child, whatever that is, so that you're getting the, uh, the appropriate benefit along the way. If you change addresses, you're getting the new BAH or whatever. Um, but our users say, it's a lot easier for me to do it now because it won't let me just, in the old system you could you could kind of fake the funk a little bit, you know what I mean? You could you could put it in there and click a button and it would say you'd done it, but if you didn't go back and check, 
it, the system may not have updated. And then the user would be like, Baker would come to me and be like, well, you said you transferred me from this unit. I'm still, when I look at it, I'm still in the same unit. I didn't, or maybe it's just a, you know, an inter-unit transfer. I didn't go from the E5 slot to the E6 slot. Uh, well, now in IPSA, it won't let you do it until you do it the right way. So it, it sort of makes us better personnelists. And I'll take some time for our folks to, to learn and figure it out. And I think that's where it's important for the individual users at the, at the basic level. Go in there and look at your stuff because oftentimes, you know, annual records reviews, we, we don't do, and I say we, a National Guard, we don't do a great job of making sure that we do an annual records review where we find out you moved or you got married or had a child or, you know, you went out and got some more training and, and that hadn't been updated in any of our systems. If you wanted to be, like you mentioned earlier, it gives us kind of some control over maybe our own fate. At least you can verify what you know that you've done. You know, if you've completed uh, your college degree, whatever it might be. Go in there and make sure it's updated because we want you to get credit for what you've done. Uh, and I think that will maybe lend to some of the retention issues we've had is get in there, take a look at your stuff, and then if it's not right, let somebody know. Use it, say, to do it. The more you load test this thing, the more we validate the functionality and test it, you know, the better we'll be able to take care of our soldiers. And I think ultimately that's where I want us to be. Yeah, it, it definitely sounds like that's that's where this is headed. Mm -hmm. um, as always, you know, whenever you talk about something different, people immediately kind of draw back on it. Oh, I'm with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, it's something new. Yeah. I don't know what to do with it. How do you hold it? It's like a new board. Like, oh, God, take it back. Yeah, uh, please. <laughs> you know, um, but uh, everything I've, uh, you know, and obviously I've talked to you outside of, mm -hmm. of just the podcast, but I mean, everything that it sounds like is coming with this thing is actually going to be something super awesome for the soldiers. Once we kind of take a sigh and get over the initial shock that I have to do something different, uh, we embrace it. I think it's going to help us a lot. Well, I think, you know, one of the things that I, I mentioned earlier, and I think it's important, oftentimes in uh, previous days, we've had issues with transparency, and there's nothing wrong. If we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, there's no reason for me to, you know, go behind the curtain and, and try to hide anything. If I've told you that you're going to get transferred or promoted, then you ought to be able to take me at my word when that doesn't happen or you feel as though there's this additional layer of something that's happening that you don't know how to plug into, um, that creates issues. You, know, you have the, the, um, the water cooler talk and chat that happens and we want to get into that and identify what folks are talking, what happened, what didn't happen. Um, you know, if say it's fully auditable and we have to be compliant. Um, with the business rules that were built in say and those business rules basically follow the regulations that the Army has put out. And if we're not doing that, it's going to, you know, uh, once a month or so, somebody's going to be saying, hey, Chief, uh, you guys are kind of jacked up here. You need to fix yourself. Uh, I know, by the way, if you don't fix yourself, yeah, don't worry about logging in. We'll take care of that. You won't be able to. So, which I think is a positive thing. But, you know, if, if you can see that the organization is doing what the organization said it was going to do, then I think that's that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, because it eliminates a lot of stress for for soldiers, especially younger soldiers mm -hmm. who always feel like you know this isn't getting done, or mm -hmm. I feel like they're keeping this running or whatever. I mm -hmm. mean, you got a system you can log into and look, mm -hmm. and your, your transfer is going through. It's just at step 
five of six or mm -hmm. wherever it may be, but you know it's moving. That way, if it's not moving, you can say, hey, it's not moving. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> it's not moving. Yeah, another thing I think is, is a, a, one of the, and the Army is trying to wrap their brain, and they have been for years, and they, they, they've used the terms you know, talent management. And uh, the military as a whole, we don't do a great job of that. You know, we, when you're recruited, you know, you take the ASVAB test and it gives you this list of jobs that you can do. And, and you may or may not wanted to do that job, but that may have been all that was available at the time. But you fast forward five, ten years, now this, this individual is doing that job. But they've probably done some stuff in the civilian world along the way. They may have got some technical certifications. They may have a hobby or an interest that is just incredible. Um, finding out those things are where the Army is really wanting to get to in talent management. They, they, uh, I can't think of the acronym off the top of my head, but uh, for officers especially, they're wanting to find out, you know, what do you like doing? What are your interests? Because they, they're finding that success and, and retention um, are oftentimes tied to what you enjoy doing. And you, I know, right? What? <laughs> That's crazy talk. So, yeah, it's absurd. That's absurd. <laughs> the military is going to let me do what I want. Yeah, no. Crazy. That's as wild as it itself. It is. So there's going to be a talent man, a talent management module where, um, in a separate system, you'll go in and you'll take uh, what I would call some sort of interest inventory, right? And then that brackets out those things. You know, when you were in high school and you took something and said, well, you should probably do something in government or arts or medical or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be, I think, probably built off of that, guys. But it'll be fed into it, say, so that we can know, the Army can know, hey, Baker and Erskine like doing these these types of things. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, if a mission comes up that says, hey, we need people who enjoy planting stuff and seeing stuff grow, well, you might end up somewhere where they're having problems with that. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think that's a good thing, too. That is a good thing. Well, sir, we, we appreciate you coming by and Talking to already. Yeah, I'm kicking you out already. Um, we hit the 30 minute mark. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But it was a lot of information, and who knows, we might have to revisit another one of these in the future, you know, kind of an update of where we are with things and some mm -hmm. of the problems we've, you know, coming out, problems we've ran into and not ran into, and how it's working and stuff. So, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to come back and, uh, you know, where I think we'll be successful is probably about a year from our go live date. Yeah, it's, it's, um, I think it's unreasonable to think that in uh, 30 days or 60 days or 90 days that I'm gonna, that will take me for example, that I'm gonna know what the heck I'm supposed to be doing. I mean, like I said, I got a whole bunch of permissions. <laughs> you got a lot of tiles to look at. A lot of tiles. You got a lot of buttons to click. I, and I'm gonna get to clicking them. <laughs> what I'll need to know from you guys is where I, hey, <laughs> listen, I love you, but uh, I'm gonna need to be back in the military again. <laughs> I can't log in at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we appreciate your time, sir. Glad to be here. So it was nice having Chief Looper back on with us again to talk to us about the IPSA program. He had a lot of good information. Yeah, he's always an interesting character. Brings <laughs> a lot of personality to the subject. Yeah, the last couple of podcasts we've had, our guests have been pretty... Pretty animated. Yeah. Oh, but it's good. You know, I mean, he... Uh, you know, he, he seems, I mean, obviously he's got his concerns and he, they're working behind the scenes to get everything right, but it's nice to see somebody relatively calm about something this big. Yeah. Like you said, you know, 8,000 soldiers in a day, one system to the next. That's 
That's insane. That's that's literally eight thousand military lives. You know, not your real life, but your military life. Yeah. Moved from one like place to another. Like you moved across country <laughs> in a day. All the guard one day gone move. I just think about how whenever we're editing and stuff, and we're having to pull our files off of our hard drives, and how long it takes to do that. Could oh. you imagine like pulling eight thousand? files or 8,000 minutes of something like they have they have uh, I hope their system they have some serious computers hidden somewhere some server yeah because there's but, no way that our computers can um, handle that. but it, the other thing is as, as he was talking you know kind of a little bit of realization is how many people are actually involved in this whole process the mm -hmm. fact that they have you know this kind of uh, you know mass conference call and there's six states doing this at the same time you know, he's got a team. Each state's got a team. There's people up at higher levels, programmers. Like, there's a SWAT team of people. Like, yeah, behind the scenes. Behind the scenes making this work. Um, not including, you know, the actual, I'll call them super users, just for because I don't know if I had the right terminology, but, you know, the S1 shops, the mm -hmm. people out there have already gotten trained in there, and, and, and some of these people who are, you know, in here, you know, looking at some of this stuff. Um, like, it's a mass amount of work involved in getting this up and going and like we said at the beginning and like he said you know in his part you know this this is really something that will benefit the the every soldier mm -hmm. every soldier um, um you say especially m-day soldiers because it gives them a system that they can reach from home yeah. um obviously having some troubles with the, the the app right now but they are well, I mean, once everybody's able to log in next week, I feel like it's going to crash anyways just because of all the overload. <laughs> yeah, that's what you but, expect. But, I mean, I think it's cool that they're implementing an app, and I know people are probably like, gosh, another app I have to download and all this, but it to have that kind of access, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, Going from, like, having to go on AKO and having issues logging on at home for that to get into, like, your iPerms or your medical yeah. information, and now to just have it at your fingertips on your phone like it's crazy or even thought that you know a lot of our processes even that wind up in AKO and iPerms starts in a paper format mm -hmm. or with an email now you can take and create those same actions in one system so there is no I didn't get the email or I mm -hmm. forgot to send the email or you know from either side of it um, if you did it it's there mm -hmm. if you didn't do it it's not, not there. there yeah I mean that that seems to be so there's just the amount of potential man hours that, you know, the system could save for us in the long run as mm -hmm. far as, oh, you know, I think I got that. I got to go back and check this and this. And then, oh, I found it. Or, you know, somebody asks you for, you know, a piece of paperwork on something and you're trying to send it in. You know, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot there. It's a lot there. It's a, it's a heavy duty system. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> You're the, super excited. The, 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 <laughs> the state's going to slip into a black hole of oblivion as far as, you know, personnel records and stuff goes. But uh, the more I, I've learned about it and, and stuff, I've been, obviously had the opportunity to talk to uh, Mr. Looper about it. It, it. it does seem like, yeah, this is a really good system. This is something we, we should be very happy to have. Yeah, I think my favorite part about it is the fact that you can go in and send a request or send something to whoever directly you don't have to like i mean when i first enlisted i was too afraid to pick up the phone and call my unit and i didn't know what questions to ask and all of that so it, and then you have like your down days and who's in the office and who's not so it's nice that you can just do it all there in the system and it's recorded and they can go back and look at it 
and then they can respond to it and close that ticket out so that you know that what you asked or whatever it was that you were requesting was completed. Yeah, and especially talking about, you know, the younger soldiers that are here. Um, they're obviously a little bit more tech-savvy, generally speaking, than mm -hmm. older folks like myself. Um, but they've grown up working and, and doing things in a digital mm -hmm. setting. So this is something they should be very comfortable with, much more familiar with them. You know, you tell them, hey, jump on line here on this, fill out this form. And they got that. If you're like, hey, you need to go over here, there's a box that has a piece of paper, and you need to go get it, fill it out, make a copy of it, scan yeah. it, this. They're like, what? Yeah. It makes um, it a lot easier. So, yeah, it, it, I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be good in the long run. I'm, I'm excited. We're obviously just a few days away, and, and we'll get to see exactly what the inside of this thing looks like. Yep. Well, um, if you guys are listening or watching, we just want to remind you, please make sure that you like the video, and if you haven't subscribed, that you're subscribing. We're, we're starting to inch up to, to 500 subscribers, but we're just still not there. We're not there. Yeah, so just keep hitting the subscribe button. And Share do, with your friends, yeah, family. Yeah, do what I would do. Make comments. Yes, comments. Yeah. Topics, yeah. stuff about the video, whatever the topic is, or things that you want us to put out in the future. And we are starting to get more interaction from y'all on, yeah. on YouTube, uh, slowly but surely, and uh, it's appreciated. Um, like I said, we can only make this better or, 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 I guess, create it and hone it in a fashion that's, you know, acceptable to y'all out there listening if, if y'all give us feedback on it. If not, we just kind of guess at the dark in a couple <laughs> things and say, maybe this works. But, uh, so, yeah, by all means, let us know. Yep. Well, I'm Sergeant Chelsea Baker. And I'm Specialist David Erskine. And we'll catch you in the next episode.